Welcome to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of seven-figure entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest is a New York Times bestselling author and transformational leader. She has appeared on the Today Show, The Morning Show, TEDx, and the Hallmark Channel, and her work has been featured in numerous publications and magazines. She teaches the law of attraction, energy mastery, and personal development classes, meditations, and private sessions to help clients feel more aligned with their divine design of well-being, abundance, and success. She currently lives in sunny Arizona with her husband and two boys. You can meet her at christywhitman.com. Please give a very warm welcome to the show, Christy Whitman. How are you doing, Christy? (laughs) Thank you, Paul. I'm doing great. How are you? I am fan docious if that is a word. We are. I'm really excited <laughs> to have you have it. you on the show today because because we're going to talk about quite a few things. But first, I wanted to talk about your latest book release, The Desire Factor. So teaching readers about the seven universal principles as a guide to manifestation. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about these principles and, and how do they work together? Well, it's perfect for your audience because anything that we desire, whether it's in business to make more money, to make greater impact, to create a family, it doesn't matter what the desire is, to have, have it all, right? To have a profitable business and money in the bank and a family that you can enjoy it with and time to, time to go on vacations, enjoy it. All of it, it comes down to these seven principles. And a lot of times people understand that in order to make money and to create, you know, you have to take action, right? And a lot of times we're taking action, but we're not aligned mentally, emotionally, physically. And that's what's really important because if you, and I saw my dad do this as an entrepreneur for years, he worked really, really hard. He put in the man hours, but had a very negative attitude about the success that he was going to achieve. And so it's literally like splitting your energy. If you have a thought process that you can't make it to the next level, you're not going to because we create from our consciousness. So these seven principles are literally like a padlock. If you think about it, it's like, you know, when you have a a combination lock, the numbers have to go in order, in order for the lock to open. This is the same thing. These are literally universal, you know, esoteric principles, energetic principles along with action, taking physical action that we have to put in place in order to have the most bang for our buck, so to speak, and anything that we're putting out there, anything that we're doing so that instead of just us doing it from an effort level alone, we're literally bringing in all of the creative forces that will just fling doors open and make the road a lot more, you know, flowing and and fun. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I, I remember seeing a, a comedy duo, Morecambe and Wise, and it was like, what are you playing on the piano? It was like, I'm playing all the right notes. I'm just playing them in the wrong order. Uh, <laughs> so is it quite quite similar to what you're saying? Like like you said, you can't get to like the seventh principle if you haven't done the, the first one. So let, let's dive exactly. into those a, a, a little bit more. So which, which one of those pr- principles resonate the most with you? You know, have you found one that's particularly important in life? Well, all of them are really, I mean, none, again, all of them build on each other, but if we're going to dissect, you know, what are the most important ones is kind of like a, a short version, shorthand version or cliff notes, you know, version of it is the principle of having, because when you are 
creating something in your business and you're wanting to go to your next level, whatever that next level is, if you're not vibrationally there, if you don't already feel the experience of having it, there's a split because a lot of times what happens, and we ha have to bring in the conversation of law of sufficiency and abundance at this point, if we are looking at the law of sufficiency and abundance as on one side of the spectrum is lack and limitation. It's where we're impatient, we're competitive, we're you know afraid we're not going to have enough. That's where fear and doubt and worry and all of those experiences come up. And on the other side of the spectrum is that experience of total trust, total faith. Like you literally are flowing with the energy of what you want to experience. You're already feeling the success before it actually manifests. Because if you're not, if we're rooted in lack and say we're doubting our success, we're too much of a vibrational gap between what we want and the having of what we want. So the principle of having that I talk about in the desire factor really allows you to literally become one with the success or the abundance or whatever it is that you're desiring. And you are now a vibrational match to it so that you're open to it. More creative ideas come. There's more avenues through which it, it's not just one form or one experience. You're now open to many and it, it draws in the people, the situations, the experiences, everything that you need to take that next perfect action. And then it's up to us to take that action with the fullness, like full commitment, right? It's not necessarily about working hard. It's about working in the fullness and doing everything that we can with the best of our ability in that moment. It's interesting what you say about the having. So do you, do you need to have, do you need to have the having before you actually have it? <laughs> Yes, but it's not exactly. You need to have it energetically, yes. right? So it's like, well, how can you have something that you don't already, you don't have yet, right? Well, you don't have it yet because you're not a vibrational energetic match to it. Everything is energy and everything creates forms based on energy. So if we're, and this happens all the time to people in business and life and love, is they want something, but they feel they can't have it or they feel the absence of it. They notice that when is it coming? Because I've been, I want this thing. I want that new level. I want that greater success. I want the bigger house. I want the whatever it is, but they're feeling the absence of it. And with the law of sufficiency and abundance, you can't, I mean, we notice obviously that it's not here yet, right? The mind wants to say it's not here yet. Yes, we know that, but vibrationally, I am going to understand that what I want ultimately is a feeling or an experience, right? Even if someone says, well, no, I don't want a feeling. I want the money. Well, you want money based on the fact that you think you're going to feel a certain way when you get the money. So it might be you feel secure okay. or you might feel free, right? It's still the reason that we desire anything in our lives and anything in our business is because we think we're gonna feel a certain way when we have it. And that's the key to the principle of having is identify what's that feeling. Is it success? Is it freedom? Is it security? And then feel that now, even when you don't have that as a physical reality, have the feeling of success and then take the action with that success as energy moving you forward. Yeah, and when... So something that I just started doing recently was a mind movie. So I watch this mind movie in the morning of all, all the things that, that I, I want, both from a from wealth, health and relationships level of things. Now, when it when it comes to that that kind of thing, so are we talking about 
that heavy visualization so to start off with is is it more repeated exposure of, of kind of seeing those things every day to make them come to your reality or is it more of a just forcing your mind to do something so that's a different that's a different principle and by the okay. way natalie ledwell is one of my best friends so when you said my movies um they're wonderful so the focus the principle of focus and the principle of joyful expectancy are all about the mind. It's mm. focusing on the visualization and the imagination using our free will to focus. Cause we either are gonna focus on what we want or we're gonna focus on what we don't want. And it's up to us. And many times we go by default, well, I don't wanna lose these clients. Well, I don't wanna you know, be stuck at where I'm at. I don't wanna lose, I don't wanna go in debt, right? We, we so focused and we talk about what we don't want that when we hear ourselves saying that, that's the contrast. We have to use our mental faculty of focusing on what we do want. Yeah. And that's when then the mind movies and, and those things like a vision board and, you know, different experiences that we have or, or, you know, the tools that we have, we can then utilize that to help us focus forward. And that, but joyful expectancy, it's like being in that place of, I don't have it yet, but I'm expecting that I'm going to get it. And so that's why they all build on each other. I'm joyfully expecting it. Now I'm going to have it. I'm going to have right now the feeling inside of my body while I mentally picture that, right? I feel myself successful, successful in my next project or the launch or the, you know, whatever you're doing that gets you to that next level in your business. And there's a, there's a phrase that I remember from a, a movie I watched. I think it was a, the, best marigold hotel or something like that it will be all right in the end and if it's not all right it's not the end so is it let's talk a little bit about that energy relationship so uh like how, how do you enhance and and improve that energetic relationship is it from that kind of mindset of well it'll be all right in the end because if it's not all right it's not the end because it just come in or is there something else to that there's that's part of it. So let's let's talk about this because like we create from our consciousness, right? And so what is our consciousness? Let's break that down. It's what we say. It's the language that we use, right? So if we're excited about something, we have a desire and we're saying, "Well, I can't do that." The language that we're speaking goes against. It splits the energy. Instead of saying, "Ooh, I'm looking forward to that," right? I'm saying, "Oh, I can't do that." Right? Mm -hmm or that's not an option, or I don't know how to do that. Like these, these kind of words that we say out loud or even to ourselves, right? They can split our energy or they can align our energy. That goes back to that focus point, right? It's like, what are we focusing on? So the words that we say have an effect on the thoughts that we think. The thoughts that we think have an effect on the words that we say. It's all interrelated. It's not compartmentalized, right? And the thoughts that we think have an effect on what we believe, what we perceive. So you got thoughts or words, thoughts, perceptions, which, you know, you could lump perceptions in expectation or beliefs, right? Then there's the emotions. The thoughts that we say affect the emotions. They're interrelated, right? So when you say a thought, like things are always working out for me, you then feel good, right? If you're saying, God, nothing ever works out for me. I try so hard and nothing I ever do results in the things that I want. Well, you're going to feel bad because the thoughts and the emotions are interconnected because it's all part of our consciousness. So we have words, thoughts, perceptions, emotions, and actions. 
Those are the only things that we can control. These are the only things that we have influence over. And when we are, like you're saying, putting in a thought, hey, everything's always working out for me, mm. right? Or this, is, this isn't the end because it clearly hasn't worked out for me yet. I know that all things work out for me in the end. It gives you a sense of having confidence or success or whatever it is that you're looking for, but you feel better. You feel good because what's happening is when you look at the law of sufficiency and abundance on the one side, lack always feels bad, right? Because we don't like to be absent from something, feeling like we're missing out on something or separated from something, or we can't have something. It just doesn't feel good. So that's lack. And in lack is where all those negative lower level emotions come in, like worry, doubt, disappointment, frustration, anger, you know, fear, but it's on the other side of the spectrum where I've got all I need. I'm all good. Things are always working out for me. Abundance always feels good because it feels like the fulfillment, not the lack of something. And how do you go from lack to abundance, right? It's like there's a tipping point, which is satisfaction. We could all look at things and go, God, I wish I had more money. I don't have enough money. And you know, I'm not making enough, doing enough. But as soon as you come into a place of, you know what though? I'm good for now. I have money to eat. I have roof over my head. I've got money in the bank. I've got a car that starts. I got gas to put in my car. In this now moment, all is well. That starts tipping you into the ability because once you start feeling the satisfaction, the fulfillment, now you're like, okay, it brings in that sense of peace, that sense of security. And now you can amp it up even more. As a matter of fact, I'm good because I've got a flow of money coming into the company. I'm good because I have creative ideas. I'm good because I am sourced from unlimited source. That's what's breathing me. You know, then you get to amp it up. So now you're in that place of fulfillment of abundance, not in lack. That satisfactory place, I've always I've always thought personally that that's like a dangerous place, right? Because satisfactory sometimes people go oh well things are things are okay and then they soon let them slip the other way rather than going into the abundance do you do you see that with people sometimes where they get maybe maybe they've even gone from i'm everything's great to yeah everything's fine and then just keep saying everything's fine and then suddenly you go to the opposite no it's funny that's more of a fear because we think that if i feel satisfied i'm not going to be driven Right. So the, the thing that we have to understand is the driven that comes from the lack, like I get to pr- need to prove myself. I need to make this, I need to, you know, make it work that, that place where it's like, I need to, I need to compete. I need to be better than that place of lack is an external drive and it burns out. But when you're coming from a place of complete alignment, which is the first principle in the desire factor, you are inspired. There's a very different energy from inspiration than from motivation. And so we get motivated in lack to feel driven to do, to prove ourselves to, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas when you get into a place of satisfaction, you're coming from an aligned place, you feel creative. Now you're opening up to even more desires, which that's the whole point of this book is that nothing gets created without a desire. So desires literally start the birthplace of something new to be created. And those desires that come through, oh, they're so inspiring. They're so life-giving, 
right? And it feels better than that. It's almost like the image and ask me how I know, because I used to be like this, where it was like, go faster, work harder, do more, get more, you know, don't get just one New York Times bestselling book, get a second, get a third, go faster. You know, it's like being beaten Mm -hmm. rather than just being in that place of like, oh, that, that would be awesome. Ooh, let me take the first step. And then the next step. And you feel this like, momentum is flow happening with each action you take, but there's a kindness that's happening inside. It's like, Ooh, that would be fun. That'd be exciting. I'd love that. Now you're coming from the fulfillment, not from the absence, which the absence, even going to the place of desire feels bad because you're in lack. You get to feel good the whole way towards your desires and, and thrive and feel good in your life. So I'm, I'm curious, you say that that used to be you, like what, what caused that shift? Was there a certain catalyst or was it this like a learning these principles over time and then starting to put them into action? It's, you know, it was, it was, it was a lot of stuff. Um, 25 years ago, I was in that place of just absolute lack, no matter what I was accomplishing, you know, I was never happy. I graduated from Arizona State University, moved to Chicago, got this really great paying job as a young 23-year-old living in this great city. I got quickly promoted, was making more money than I thought possible, you know, had lots of success, but I found myself still dissatisfied. It wasn't enough. It was like more, 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 more. And wanting more, wanting to stretch, wanting to grow, that's not a bad thing. But where the motivation comes from is where we can get tripped up because we're thinking for me, it's like it's got to be another accomplishment because this one didn't do it or it has to be a bigger pile of money because that one didn't do it. And so it was relearning that my satisfaction comes from being and then I create and I also attract versus trying so hard to accomplish something and waiting for the, it's like waiting for the result of the, the feeling. Like once I get this, then I'm going to feel right. And I never felt it. I was like, Oh, well, well, I thought it was going to be that. Let me try harder. Let me do more. And then I would do it again and go, Oh, well that didn't get it. So, so I was lost going, wait a minute. How come I'm not fulfilled? How come I'm doing all these things? I thought these were the things everybody told me would make me happy, right? And it's like, and it's not working. So what's fun? Is there something wrong with me? Like, you know, so it was, it was like, go faster, do more, you know? And I would still, I was in that rat race and it was like, "Mm, it just doesn't work. But when I got and where the flip switched was, it's not about going outside to feel, it's about feel to attract and create. And that's where, when that flip, that uh, switch flipped for me, it was 25 years ago, learning about these universal laws and understanding that, oh, I'm working really, really hard, harder than I need to, because I'm out of alignment with what I desire because I'm in lack. A lot of times people will think, well, hey, I'm focused on more money, right? I'm, I'm doing a vision board or I'm doing a mind movie on ha- me having lots of money. But the vibration that that person is in is like, where's the money? When's it coming? How, is, how am I going to get it? So the vibration that you're literally sending out and offering is not in abundance and fulfillment. It's in stress. It's in worry. It's in doubt. It's in lack. And you can't attract what you want from a place of lack. There's an old saying that it's 
it's about the journey, not the destination. And it, it sounds like that was what you went through a lot. It was kind of like, I've made this new destination. I got there. Oh, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. But then you realize yeah. if you actually broke it down and looked at the journey that you did to get there, then you could have probably enjoyed all the little moments uh, on on the way. I mean, I find the same in my movie as well. Is I've actually, so I've got pictures of checks that I created on Canva uh, and then I've laid them all on top of each other that come up on the image. And then on top of them as well, I've also got dates. So they're all dated monthly checks to me and then also a check to the business as well at certain times as well. So do you feel, do you feel that that journey part is important? And then how, how does someone get into the state where they it's start both. to recognize a journey is important? It's both. It's, it's, it's recognizing that the destination, we as human beings like the destination. We like to move into the house. We like to drive the car off the, the, you know, the lot. We like to meet the person. We like to get those big checks, right? So we like the destination and there's nothing wrong with the destination. It's just the journey gets to be part of the fun too. You can't like kind of hold your breath until you get to the destination, right? It's like breathe, live, enjoy, feel, then the destination that you get to, because you have this different energy moving towards the destination, the destination is always better, sweeter, bigger, better. You know, it's always mm-hmm. better. And the divine in us, the, the, the spiritual part of us, if you will, that's the destination is not what it's about. It's about the journey. It's about, it's not about the desire. It's about who we become in the process of the desire Because if you are going from six figures to seven figures, you have to be someone different. You have to think differently. You have to vibrate differently. You have to emote differently. You have to literally visualize differently. It's a very different vibration from six figures to seven figures. And if you're in lack, you're not bridging that gap. If you become into abundance and the fulfillment of the having, that's what started this whole process, is the feeling of having If you're six figures and you're having the feeling and the experience of being at seven figures, it doesn't mean go spend it. It doesn't mean go spend money you don't have, right? Fake it till you make it. It's like, oh, you know, go buy the car and the the jewelry or, you know, let's get pimped out and wear all the jewelry and you spend all this money that we don't have. Not what we're talking about. This is about the energy. It's about the beingness and it's feeling your way into who you want to become while you're on the journey to becoming it is it is it kind of like kind of like a radio signal so you've got to you've got to reach in the radio to find a different frequency i absolutely talk about that in the desire factor and in my other book quantum success i talk about like it's watching a channel you know when i was growing up in the 70s we didn't have like all these different channels we had sometimes we didn't even have a remote right so we had to get when i i remember when as a kid to change the channel from like a Western movie to Charlie's Angels, you know, I had to get up and go actually change the channel, right? And it's like, because I'm changing the frequency and that's exactly it. Whether it's tuning to a different podcast or tuning to a different radio station or Sirius FM or, you know, or a TV station on, on, you know, dish or cable or whatever it may be, having all these different channels 
we have channels to choose from. We can choose to be in the, oh, life sucks. Nothing's ever working out for me. No matter what I do, no matter what I try, I don't seem to get what I want channel, which is very victim channel. Or we can change the channel into, I have what it takes. I'm creating my life. I'm feeling my way into creating exactly what I want. Things are always working out for me. Life is good to me. Life is fun. I'm enjoying the process. That's a very different channel. And the result that we get from tuning into that vibration and tuning into that frequency is very different than the results that we get on the poor me channel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting concept. And I think I imagine there'll be some people listening to this going, oh, my God, I totally get that. And other people go, oh, that sounds a little bit woo woo. Right. Woo -woo. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the word. That's the word. So what, what would you say to someone who who's kind of like oh this sounds just a bit we were I, I, I think you know it doesn't really work or anything like that well you know i'm not here to convince anybody uh, but i for for me 25 years ago i learned this information that i create my own reality and i started to paying attention to the thoughts i was giving out because thoughts are creative and I was either repelling what I wanted away from me or attracting it to me. And the same thing, I was attracting to me the things that I didn't want and repelling away the things that I did want. And so by tuning my, my channel, like choosing my thoughts, shifting my vibration, it, like literally things started manifesting. I, I lost weight. I attracted a partner that was very, very different than any other man that I had met. My success skyrocketed. I mean, it was like things were just firing on all cylinders. And it's been like that. I have contrast that still comes into my life, but I now know how to work with the contrast. If something I don't want comes into my reality, I ask myself, what do I want instead? What do I want? Why do I want it? How do I want to feel? And then I start feeling that way because whether you think of it as woo woo or not, it's universal. Yeah. Meaning we know now from let's, let's get out of the woo woo realm and talk about science and even quantum physics, both science and quantum physics has proven without a shadow of a doubt, even the medical community is now getting involved that everything is energy. You split open an atom. What do you have inside energy? everything is energy. There's manifested energy. Like we are manifested, right? And then there's non-manifest or unmanifested energy. Well, that energy, like we're talking about the radio station has a certain frequency and vibration. And that energy is available to us. We are actually, we, we have trillions and trillions and trillions of cells in our bodies that all have receptor sites. And those receptor sites need to suck in and bring in energy. If we're around a bunch of people that are negative, right? You feel that vibration. And a lot of times you might leave there feeling like you just got spewed on, you know, it's like, oh, I feel so like, it feels so negative, yeah. right? Or you might even take it on and not even realize that you took it on, but now you're feeling anger or you're feeling, you know, fear. You're, you're just not feeling good. Everything is energy and energy bumps up against each other and forms and creates. So when we are choosing to be in the energy of success, for example, those receptor sites in our bodies attune to and fill up with that frequency and vibration of success. So now we are the influencer. We are creating a, a energetic influence, a vibration. It's like throwing a rock into a pond, that ripple effect. We're creating that in our environment. And because that's what's coming out of our physical container, 
you know, we bring energy in and we send energy out. We already talked about that. How do we send energy out? By the words that we say, the thoughts that we think, the perspective we hold, the emotions that we have and the actions that we take. That's it. That's all. And if we're mindful and deliberate with what the energy that we're sending out by the words that we're saying or the thoughts that we're thinking, we will see it consistently coming back to reflect more support, more connection, more success, more, you know, loyal fans or followers or, you know, clients. I mean, everything that is in abundance gets attracted because you're in abundance. Anything that if you're in lack will be attracted. So those that say, Ooh, this is woo woo. Okay. But try it for yourself. Do it for yourself. See what happens for you. I was in a place 25 years ago that what I was doing was not working. So I was literally like, I'll try anything. I'll, I'll try this vibrational stuff. And I did. And I was astonished that still what happens every day, just putting out an intention, then the intention coming back. It's, it's a very different way of life than having to push and struggle and, you know, create chaos and suffering and separation, not feeling you're a part of something that loves and cares about you. It's very, very different way of life. Yeah. And I'd say to that point as well, anyone who's like, oh yeah, it's, it's all we will. I'm never going to try it. It's like, okay, cool. How's that working out for you? <laughs> okay. So don't, so keep doing what you're doing. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's your it's choice. Free will. Yeah, ex- exactly. So um, Christy, something we ask everyone who comes on the show is what do you want to be remembered for when you die? Well, I want to be remembered for that I was here to help people shift from the heal from the perspective of lack into abundance. I, you know, whether it's even with my, with my kids, I want to be known for someone that brought in a brighter light. I want to, I want to leave this place a better place because of the energy that I brought and the wisdom that I had and so that others can benefit from it really solid answer <laughs> I can't, thank you can't say any more can't say any more about that really um so what what is one quick win that people can use to amplify their business today what's one quick win is that what you said yeah what's one quick win that people can use to amplify their business today amplify your energy literally if you feel it, it, you can you can tune into yourself right how on a scale of one to ten Like how much do you feel you're in success in the vibration of success and just tune into yourself? Is it a three? Is it a four? Well, imagine you have a dial that you're just literally turning the dial and you're amping up that energy, like turn it up, turn it up all the way to like a 10 and see how that feels. Like literally feel the energy of success amping up in you. Turn it down if it feels too much. Turn it up if it feels too low. But understand that you are the one that has the dial. You're both the dial and the turner of the dial. No one else is going to do it for you. There's nothing, there's no event that has to happen. There's no thing that has to happen in order for you to give yourself permission to dial up more of your success. And when you dial up more of your success, that energy then you dial up being more in abundance and more things flow to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a really powerful concept that I think I only really learned like the last three years or something like that. And so it's only the last few months where I had uh, hypnosis as well. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts are on, on hypnosis in general, but that really like cleared my mind 
I, and I started to go, okay, I'm actually aligned with where I'm heading now. Right. Well, hy- hypnosis is a beautiful way of like being able to release a lot of energy and to be able to choose a different energetic path. So a lot of the things that I do with clients are meditations that are like hypnosis but you're practicing moving energy and you're literally deliberately choosing the energy that you want to be in and releasing the lower energy that got you stuck or maybe, you know, keeping you stuck in a certain situation. So it's really about energy mastery. And that's what h- hypnosis is a, a tool for that. And um, it's, you know, all we have, we're so blessed right now. We have so many different tools and things that we can do to help us align with what it is that we want. We really are. We're in a time where it's like, when I started 25 years ago, we didn't have the internet like we have it now. I had to go searching and I had to trial and error and I had to go looking for, you know, things that could help me. Now it's at our fingertips and and something that we hear, like someone might in your audience may go, who hypnosis, that sounds woo woo. Someone else might go, that sounds what I need, right? It's like, it's not a one size fits all. We get to pick and choose what we feel will work for us, but the choices are out there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, I could dive into that subject uh, a, a lot more if we had more time today as well. Uh, Christy, what seven-figure entrepreneur would you nominate to be on the show next? Well, Natalie Ledwell. If, you know, you you do her Mind Movies, so she mm. would be a great person to nominate. It was actually two, two other entrepreneurs that told me about the Mind Movie. I didn't know that she was the one who created it in the first place. Um, but yeah, that's, that's certainly awesome. Thank you very much for that. And where can people find out more about you and what you do? You can go to the desirefactor.com. That's one of the sites where you can find out about the book and where it's located. Um, I would love to give everybody a gift. We, we've been talking about how, you know, the five aspects of consciousness. And the first one is really the place to start, which is watching your words. So I have a free video program. It's called Watch Your Words. You could go to watchyourwords.com. And what you're going to get is every day for 30 days, you're going to get a very short video that's like two to four minutes in length. It's going to tell you the word or phrase you absolutely want to eliminate from your vocabulary, why, and what to say instead. So you can still say the thing you want to say, but with a different word that creates a very, very different frequency that puts you on a different channel. So that's available at watchyourwords.com. Cool. So go ahead and check out watchyourwords.com. Uh, that would be amazing. Now, all the other links as well will be in the show notes. You have been listening to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Christy Whitman. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast. To access the show notes, episodes, and this month's giveaway, head over to www.amplifytosevenfigures.com. Remember, amplify your business, amplify Amplify your your life.